Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo! Jib Jack on the attack. Some audio problems, but um, coming into this season, we're gonna do live shows. We're gonna do just to um, we are gonna be going usually like we do on Tuesdays. Tree, we really just want to get to the point where people are 
comfortable with being uncomfortable because essentially all of these systems made it like designed things for people's like comfort in oppression and comfort in being oppressive you know what i'm saying and it's like y'all are too comfortable there so get uncomfortable right quick and then let's figure out how we can actually be better and let people speak mm-hmm. their truths and let people do what it is that they actually need to do you know what i'm saying like all of that other manner Right, exactly. So it's like I live like we like we you know what I'm saying we we pride ourselves on being people that are here to disrupt the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yes, we can't curse on here. We not we don't got no sponsors or nothing. Nobody to adhere to. So you can say however the fuck you feel on this bitch. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so I guess I don't know. Let's 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 start with like the basic kind of like overall um, encompassing question. Like what does womanhood modern womanhood mean to you and whoever wants to start can just jump in um to me modern womanhood means for me i do what i want when i want at the speed that i want at the pace that i want on the day that i want however i want and your comfortability is not my concern we come from this social construct where a woman is supposed to be pretty and seen and not heard. No, you're going to hear me every day, repetitively, and you're not going to get to put me into this box. Like, modern womanhood is box-free. Modern womanhood is, yes, mm. we're going to talk about our period. Modern womanhood is, yes, we're going to talk about these cramps. Modern womanhood is, no, I want to fuck you. You don't get to fuck me. Like, it's Mm. Total complete freedom. It's no, I'm not a hoe. It's that my pussy gets wet. It's doing what I want when I want, whenever I want, and you don't get to tell me I can't. Mm. I say. Oh, if you guys want to call in, like if anybody's listening, that call in number is 914 205 5458. So if you want to join us live on the air, just make sure you call in and I'll put you in so you can talk to us. Anything? Anybody have anything else to add on that? Um, I would say my idea of modern womanhood is very late, actually. I feel that modern womanhood is something that is projected through the media, something that is practiced in churches, something that doesn't mm. something that doesn't serve it. Sorry, something that doesn't serve all women across the spectrum. I think modern womanhood is something that a lot of women, including myself, must reclaim for ourselves because if we don't, we get lost in the sauce of what we're supposed to be and the traditions that come with it. I think now in these times that we're living in, modern womanhood can be linked to what women in the mainstream are doing, but that's not necessarily everyone's ministry. Um, I think for me personally speaking, modern womanhood in my lens is just me existing as a fat black trans woman and choosing to share my truth and being a mother figure to those who are close to me and being a daughter figure to those who are close to me, being a sister figure to those who are close to me. You know what I mean? So for me, modern womanhood is all of those things in one. Mm. With that being said, do you think that womanhood has changed much over like the decades, let's say like in three decades, you know what I'm saying, from what you observed, do you think womanhood has changed from like a social standpoint? Because I, I definitely understand what you mean, Amojo, about like how like the media definitely kind of controls everything that, you know, makes somebody mm-hmm. try to understand what a woman um, is, does, and can be. And I don't know, like my, but you know what I'm saying? I don't want to um, speak too much. I mean, I'm, I'm too spirited. So I do, um, I do have and claim a level of womanhood, but I am also like mostly male presenting. So like, I don't want to take up the conversation, but I would say mm-hmm. I, I kind of don't see much that has changed um, in terms of like the core messaging of what a woman is, you know what I'm saying? In the media, would you agree? And why? So I'm going to give, I'm going to give pressure that space to answer that because three decades ago, I was not a woman. <laughs> so mm. I'm going to let her just rock off and I'll follow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Pressure. Um, for me, I, I can only talk from what I've lived. Right. So 
I'm I'm a little girl that grew up as a Jehovah's Witness. And okay. being so, there is this perfect cube of woman that you're supposed to be, right? And growing up, again, like I said, you're supposed to be seen and not heard. And you're supposed to look this way. You're supposed to talk this way. And you're expected to be a certain thing. For instance, growing up, my father was the breadwinner. Like, he's the one that went to work. My mother stayed home. He was the provider. My uncles were the ones who went to work. My aunt stayed home. And you just lived up to this idea of being Susie Homemaker. Whereas now, very much so the tables have turned. Women have the higher income at this point. So now it's almost like, you know, people are saying, oh, women are trying to be men. No, we're not trying to be men. We're trying to be individuals. So it's changed a little bit. Like for the relationships I've been in alone, I've been the breadwinner in the majority of my relationships. I've been the one leading. I've been the one making the majority of the decisions. And I find that within, I got to say, all of my, my, my women friends, it's the same thing. They are the leader. They are the breadwinner. They are the sustainer. They are the decision maker. It's not so much men anymore. So we've kind of mm. taken the lead, but it's quietly taken the lead. How dare you talk about the fact that you're the lead? He's the man of the house. He's the leader. But the reality is, no, it's us. We're doing it. Preach, preach. Do you think you brought up something Period. interesting? Right, exactly. You brought up something interesting about, um, you know, just like not trying to be men but being individuals. Do you feel like women have been kind of pigeonholed held to – being kind of the only ones concerned about community? We Women have been pigeon-held to being the only ones to being concerned about anything. Men have been mm. afforded mm. the opportunity to be ever-flowing and I could do what I want when I want and I don't have to give a fuck about you because I'm a man and I don't have to. I don't have to feel. I don't have to cry. I don't have to care. All I have to do is have a big dick and have long money and that's it. That's been... That's been the only standard men have been have been held up to. There has been no qualifying factors other than dick and money for men, and that's the reality. So women have been conditioned to being the one to give a fuck about everything. And now we're Do, totally giving a little fuck less. Yeah, and I live. Like, do you feel like, like, I, I feel like personally, again, like the community even still, like, and it's not something that um, I get, I'm, I'm not trying to put anybody on caring about the community in that way more than like people already do. But I think like literally women could like deserve a, a time to be selfish at this point. Like that to me is the best thing that could happen for the progression of literally everybody. And it's not something that I think, you know, women should have to think about consciously but I feel like it's just I feel like a I feel like it's almost impossible for a woman to even like move without their movement having this kind of like cultural like community evol- evolution that like like adds to you know what I'm saying like the the, evol- the that adds to the ele- elevation of everyone around them you know what I'm saying like it's mm-hmm. not like sometimes it don't even have to be conscious so. I feel it. Like, individualism is something I really... For every vibration. Period. (laughs) Exactly. I feel like... I feel like patriarchy and misogyny makes it so that women aren't allowed to be selfish. Like, because it almost comes with this attitude of how dare you. Like, anytime I hear men speak about women, like, the first thing that comes out of their mouth or what women are like nurturers and like the caregivers and Mm -hmm. the people that like keep the house together. So in that, like they, in that sort of, I like that idealized design, there's no room for selfishness in womanhood Mm -hmm. sometimes. And now I feel like women are just like, okay, like I need space for me. Like I'm a human at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. And I think that men, especially like cis hat men, don't know. Well, even 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 cis gay men Some of the don't gays, know how to yeah, like, deal with that because they feel like entitled to women's bodies and women's time. Yep. I say. Like even to the point, like even like cis gay men, there's a, there's many 
who feel entitled to making comments about what it is to be a woman. Like, I understand that you may have a connection to femininity, but at the end of the day, do you identify as a woman? Because if not, then you don't really have jurisdiction to tell us how we're supposed to be a woman, to make comments on our body, to make comments on our hair, to make comments on how we parent. You don't have room to say, bitch, this and bitch, that. That's not your bag. Stick to your bag. I think it's very important to know that a lot of gay men um, are centered in heteronormativity. No matter where they mm-hmm. fall on the gay spectrum, they follow a Preach. lot of heteronormative ideas and ideologies, and they apply the yep. same um, standards that that essentially um, is a disservice to them. You know, I who follow these, you know, heteronormative standards, and it's a disservice to all of us. Preach. There was um something like like to to um, piggyback on the uh, gay man situation like a lot of times they just like like a lot of times gay men are just like the worst pick me to ever exist and a lot of the shit they be talking <laughs> just be on that pick me shit so that like the cis hats can feel like they you know what I'm saying because they feel like they you know are worth their time and things of that nature like that it seems like for the most part. Women, even still as as women crime, are the only ones not trying to please their oppressor in order to get free. Yep. Yep. There's still some who are. There's, There's some who are, you know. Some pick me easier, but, you know. <laughs> but for the most part, women is like, it's like, no, fuck you. Like, we don't even, I don't know if anyone else has noticed it. But women don't even linger on heartbreak as much as we, as long as we used to. Mm. We don't have time to. We can't afford to. Because at the same time, nope. he's being killed in ways he's never been killed before. We can't even afford mm. to be heartbroken. Because he's so busy it's carrying everybody else on our back. Mm. It's a fact. Mm. That's a word. The pretense. It's a fact. Good child. You ain't even said what it is. I don't care. You know what? I I I can't I I I don't want to like be the one to say, but I don't even know. I don't even know if it's I don't care. It's it's just got it's got to be. It's more I care about me more. You know what I'm saying? Like, because uh-huh. do y'all really not care? Like, I can't I can't even imagine y'all not caring. Like Moza, like you said, like the freedom to mother. You know what I'm saying? Like the people coming up that you know need the mothering. You know what I'm saying? And like it's not it's not it, it's. Like, I feel like women, even in their selfishness, will always fulfill the needs of the people that they love. So long as, but I think at this point, it's gotten to a point where there has to be reciprocity. And women deserve reciprocity and have deserved reciprocity for centuries on millennia. And now it's just being demanded. Like, no, if I'm not going to, if you're not going to give it to me, then I'm going to go get it myself. And if I leave you, behind <laughs> in order to get it, then so be it. But then there's going to be somebody else that shows you love that you're going to love that's going to have a need that you're going to want to fulfill because there's this understanding that, like, we don't, we can't really do nothing by ourselves that women have, that men seem to be able to Nikki. say, like, oh, I did it myself. When you know, nigga, you didn't do shit, actually. You sat there while a woman did it most of the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But wait, let's talk about. And the you know, other a, a point I want to bring up is that I feel that you know we can sit here and talk about this until the sun turns into Alize. But I feel that <laughs> it's, a, it's a population of men. It's a population of men who feel that oh, you know, it's right. You know, the women are really handling their thing. They're doing their thing or whatever. But when it comes to their other brethren disrespecting our existence, they're they're mean. Mm-hmm. They don't speak up. They don't join in the fight. But in the inbox, it's like, yes, yeah, she was right about what you said. But in the comments, yep. nothing was added to the conversation. So it's like, mm. what game are we really playing here? Because to me, anyone who Approved. is silent about the oppression of others approves of the oppression of others. Period. Yep. I say. Especially it, when it's you're not educated about the situation at hand. Period. You have blood on your hands. argument. 
I just had an argument with my best friend who was a guy because his other best friend who was a guy was doing some real fucked up shit in his relationship. And my best friend Mm -hmm. said something along the lines of, well, that's not my business, right? So immediately I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? That's not your business. You just identified that he's doing some fucked up shit to his girl. You know that it's wrong. You're his friend, but you rather sit quietly and not chin check him. Whereas women, if I do, yo, Mojo has checked me on my bullshit several of times. Bitch, no, you're Many wrong. Many times. Tell him, sis. No, several of times. But women can do that shit so comfortably. But men feel like, no, I'm not going to check him because that's not my business. It's your business the second you identified that it was wrong. See, men have this thing. Men have this thing where they feel like if they cut a nigga off, that's all they have to do. Like, like they'll literally, like, we were watching. It's literally just watch it, it, the I mean, fire burn the house down. Uh-huh. That's true, too. Mm. I just remember watching this forum where this man was like, oh, yeah, like, anybody, any nigga that I know that's finna rape somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just stopped talking to that nigga, and it's like, okay, but what does that leave him free to do? Go find niggas that won't mind him raping something. Like, you're not And that leaves other problem. women raped because you didn't say nothing. Because you didn't right, say nothing, you exactly. didn't do nothing, you didn't call the cops, you didn't whoop his ass. You know what I'm saying? So like it's it's I don't know like niggas get have this thing again, but that's and here we go. It's this thing where they now, are me, looking for that. white I'm, male I'm, oppressive I'm, power I'm, instead of actually freedom. Right. In my I'm day, sorry, what you know, because you know I'm a slut from the '90s, so I I will be honest <laughs> and say that I used to be a pick me. Because that's the way I was indoctrinated. That's the way I was, you know, raised. And I had to unlearn a lot of things. And when it comes to things like sexual abuse and sexual violence, I would often blame the woman involved because my mantra was, you know, women, we should know better. You know, I held women to a higher standard, and I victim blamed them instead of actually getting at the person who was raping. You know, and it took mm-hmm. a lot of years of self-worth and self-love and getting to know people who have been through those experiences to say, okay, bitch, you're wrong. And not only were you wrong, you were wrong and strong. You know, so as a person now who is an advocate for sexual violence, who's an advocate for just sharing your truth, I think so many times what we see is that men are conditioned to uphold the patriarchy before doing what's right. And that shows uh-huh. up in ways. So if it shows up in being Agreed. silent, and it shows up in just simply cutting someone off instead of breaking their um, breaking their bones or reporting them to the police, if it if it shows up in a way that you just ignoring victim blame, they're going to do that. And I say it with no shade, but nothing is going to change because there's a there's a level of routine to this. So uh-huh. conversations like right. need to mm-hmm. continue to happen and to be broadcast because this is the only way change is going to come about. To piggyback on the the sex violence, there is, being raped is so easy, especially when you don't understand the different facets of rape. For instance, men don't believe in, and many, many women don't believe in, the coercion part of rape. And right. it took me a long time to understand the different facets because I've been raped three times. And mm-hmm. which of those three times, I didn't know I was raped in the moment that I was. Because women are conditioned to believe he wants it, so I have to give it, right? So the first time it was he kept asking, kept asking, kept asking, kept asking. And I kept saying no. And then finally I just said yes because I was tired of you asking. That's rape. That's right, period, because you had to manipulate me into giving you my body. You raped me. And because people don't understand the different levels of rape, it's real easy to pass the buck or to say, oh, well, you wanted it. I wanted you to leave me alone, so I gave you pussy so you would leave me alone. Mm. Like, it's multifaceted. And they don't really want to hear that. Like, it's sad to say, like, I hear conversations all the time with cis-head men, like, in, like, the gym, in the locker room, and, like, especially even with, like, these young, like, these young boys, 
like talking about what you were just talking about, like coercion. Like, oh, yeah, you got to keep on her, and like, eventually she going to let up. And, like, older men, like, sort of, like, saying, like, yeah, that's what you do. Right. Like, yeah, you got it right, young man. And, like, I'm disgusted because I'm a non-dysphoric trans woman, so I, but I am masculine presenting. Like, I don't have um, gender dysphoria. And so a lot of times I find myself in places around cis men where because, I, because of the way I present, they feel that I'm, like, a cis man as well. And I hear these things, and it's like, oh, my God. And so I speak up. But oftentimes I get looked, I get othered because of that, because they're like, wait, what the, nigga, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not rape. I'm just like, it totally is, because if she don't want to give it up to you on the onset, oh, I just changed her mind. No, you forced her. And, like, you've got to, like, hear that, but they don't. They'll hear me, but they won't hear women say that because I feel like because men aren't socialized to process any any emotion other than anger, when you bring emotional conversations to them, they kind of just, like, shut down. I don't even think it's, it's true. true. It's any emotion outside of what they're feeling. Mm. I don't even know if that's necessarily it. true. Because they because like they can't they, they find themselves unable to like actually express genuine sadness. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I definitely agree. It's gotta be about like it's definitely very self centered. It's all about what it is that they're feeling, but how it comes out is gonna always be violent, gonna always be um, you know, based on something that is more anger leaning than it is like genuine like sadness or genuine concern or dismay you know what i'm saying and like that like what um pat was saying excuse me they don't they don't listen enough to even be able to learn after after some point like you were saying even just about the idea of being being persistent quote unquote it's everywhere like they, they they teach it like he was saying, in the locker rooms, they teach it. Um, you, you, you hear it from, you know, your parents. Shit, even Family Guy did a 007 skit where 007 is, like, saying, you're going to sleep with me tonight, and the girl is saying no, and he says it about ten times, and then she says yes, and then he takes an aside to the camera and says, see that, young man? Ten no's and a yes is still a yes. No, it's not, nigga. I remember that. That's very <laughs> okay. Like no, it's not. But so. even like pressuring a girl, a, a girl, pressure no pressuring a girl or a woman into wanting to go on a date with you. We said no because bitch, no. You don't get to keep asking. I don't <laughs> like you. I don't like you. No, I don't like. I didn't like you yesterday. Today, I'm not gonna like you next week or next year, bitch. I don't like you. But they can't compute that because I'm a man. You have to like me. You're a woman. I have a dick. You have a pussy. This is supposed to be. And it don't get no worse than the ones who swear that they're nice guys or good guys. And when they get rejected, all the nicest and good goes out the window. Yep. Yep. You know those types. Those types are usually five, eight and shorter. And they're so quick. So, oh, women ain't shit. Because when a good guy comes around, y'all don't appreciate him. He won't tell you how he's boring as fuck, how his breath stinks, and how his feet was doing the crip walk. He won't tell you that part. But he's going to make it seem and frame uh-uh. it that he was rejected. Uh-uh. Go to bed, go No, you were whack. You were a whack individual, whether you were good or bad. And the only good thing about it is that you're no longer in my space. Back the hell up. Mm. Don't forget the back, ones who. Back it up. That's not all men. That's not all of us. Oh, oh, my God. You're talking about it because you don't do nothing about it, bitch. Like, I'm not going to get killed. Come on, somebody. So let's get the hell off of men because we took us, you know, and we, we have the we have the wherewithal to, to, to cuss them out, you know what I'm saying? But we are going to try to make this time more about uplifting women. Cause we're not drinking. We just, we're, we're all so socialized to fucking make it about men so much that literally we're trying to talk about women and they come up because they're so damn oppressive. We got to give a second I, yep. to them and fucking cut them out. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we're so socialized that we done we done got off the whole topic, and that's like reimagining womanhood. You know? So like, right. what are the things that you what what are the things that you see your sisters reimagining about themselves to elevate themselves in 2020? 
I see a lot of my good girlfriends turning to Native religion and spirituality, which I love. Yes. A lot of my good girlfriends are practicing witchcraft, which I love. A lot Mm -hmm. of my girlfriends are ditching traditional religion because it doesn't serve us (laughs) as we thought Mm -hmm. it did. You know, Abrahamic religion, because African and indigenous religions are traditional religions, traditional to us. Like, I I like to say Abrahamic religion or like westernized Abrahamic religions, because that's that's really what we're talking about. Right. Right. I don't even think that because we didn't, our native isn't religion at all, it's spiritual reality and ancestry. Yeah. Ashe. Ashe. I'll say. Look, I, I got nothing to say about that. You're absolutely right. True, and philosophy. Yep. And, and, and math. Like, it isn't something. Like, Come on, we created math. Don't do us. Don't do yeah. us. Don't do us. We put, the, we put the numbers together, bitch. We created language in the first place. Y'all, don't, y'all wouldn't have tones, period. Right. Bitch, we, we, we started walking upright. We said, my motherfucking back right. let me stand up. Let me stay in the fuck and walk on these here feet because these knuckles are sore, bitch. <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> oh my God, we have to have y'all back on. Like, yes, we need to. We need to have y'all at the bridge. Like, we need to have a legit forum and like tape it. Oh, I'm going to the city of New York, okay? Because y'all, y'all Look. in Jersey with it. That's a little far. No, fuck that. Really we need to get out the city. Uh, it's really know. not like it's like you could get to Newark as fast as you could get to Canarsie, believe it or not. Oh, you in Newark? Like, Newark. Oh, I thought y'all was like, yeah, that's like the hood. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not, we not, we not south south. No, yeah, I get it. Oh, I, I got traded Newark. That ain't nothing. <laughs> good night. I said, Mojo, good night. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> But yeah, let's okay. talk more about that. What are some ideals? Like, what are some hopes that you have for like women in this coming decade? We talked about like women getting into um, ACRs, ACRs, and indigenous yes. and witchcraft and spirit, indigenous spiritualities. What 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 are some other hopes you have for your sisters in this next decade? Ooh, um. So one of the things that my cousins and I are super focused on is we're going to make the path that we made is we're going to make a hundred thousand dollars a year by the time we're 40 period so i am anxious for all of us to get on the wave of career and focus on that and not wait for a man to do it for us also the thing that i am most excited about is women beginning to venture into ownership Buy your house, buy your land, buy your condo, buy your building, buy whatever it is you want to buy, but make sure it's yours and you own it completely and totally and you don't share that ownership with not in your name. Mm. I don't even got nothing to add to that. That's just straight up, <laughs> straightforward facts and necessity, period. Listen, you know I'm going to have a condo, period. That's it. All right. We fucking for car keys. And where those cars may go, I don't know. But we're going to be in them. <laughs> I live. We, you know, it's funny because so many people are um, penalizing women for being quote unquote gold diggers. But why the fuck not? Why not? You want to put for the poster of a day like this? You ever notice that a man who complain about gold diggers don't have any gold? Like, it really drives me right. crazy. I never met a man with long money who had to worry about gold diggers because his money was actually long. You know, it wasn't in jeopardy by any woman or any date or anything like that. It's the ones who have crumbs mm-hmm. that want to guard their Quaker oat crumbs. Like it's like so like it's so precious. What like what are we what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> it's so annoying to me. It's true. Fact. It's fucking. I'm, all right. Monogamy been so around I'm for a couple hundred dating. years, and niggas. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm secretly dating this guy. Don't judge me. Just let me live my oh, life. Oh, man? Yeah. I'm secretly dating 
this guy, and he is fucking fabulous. He has an awesome job. He drives a nice car. He has his 401k. He has his investments. He already has his money put to the side to buy a house for when he gets married. Like, he's, he's A-OK. And literally, whatever I say I want, I get. And I'm not... I'm not a materialistic woman. I'm not asking for bags. I'm not don't I'm not asking you to take me on shopping sprees. I'm very simplistic, right? So if I say if I call him right now and say, Yo, I'm gonna go get some ice cream, and I'm on my way, he's coming to get me so we go get ice cream. If I say I wanna go to this restaurant that's in the restaurants, I'm a fat bastard. Like I go I want expensive food. I eat, right? So it doesn't matter what restaurant I say. He says, okay, let's go. And not ever do I have to reach into my pocket to pay for anything. And when I do pay for it, it's because I decided I'm going to take you on a date because you deserve it because you're the good guy. And that's another misconception that women don't take men on dates. We take you on dates, bitch, when you deserve it. We can do it too. Take you right down to Red Lobster. Uh, (laughs) But, um, you actually made me think of what I wanted to say. And um, what I really hope that women take into this decade, my sisters take into this decade, is stop accepting the bare minimum from these niggas, mm-hmm. from your job, from your friends. Like, I've learned, mm-hmm. especially through my relationship with Jack, that it is possible to have it all. Like, you don't have to, like, accept the bare minimum, even for yourself. Because I feel like we, like, as women, we've been forced ourselves to make ourselves so small in this world that sometimes we feel like, okay, we just got to take whatever we can get and hustle with mm-hmm. it and not realize, like, you, it's, it's like femininity is the space. Like, that's something that Jack, oh, no. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, no, I just, oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. I'm, I'm going to add another that. layer to that. Black women specifically. Oh yeah, I'm always talking black about black women. women. That's, 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 that's a black ass podcast. This, this, this like fucking bitches. They y'all got your eyes as far as I'm concerned. So it's <laughs> the white women. Yeah, white women. White, anyway, continue. Sorry. Go ahead, pressure. Black women specifically tend to require less because we are the most overlooked. We are the most underappreciated. We are the most unloved, but we are the most in giving. We are the most in loving. We are the most in helping. We are the most in giving all of that we have. But with us giving away every facet of our existence, we are the most overlooked. So we're willing to take, oh, my God, you're giving me a sock. I love this sock forever because we're so underappreciated. Fuck that damn sock. Let me tell you something. I want to throw trans black women into the mix because we, if you, <laughs> shit, a sock, you can't even get a sock, please. We can't even get safety from these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, like, when it comes to black women, and especially, and I love my cis black women, and I, and I rally for my cis black women, but they, too, can perpetrate, you know, the hate and harm. They can. Black trans they women, do. When it comes to just existing, every, like for me, speaking from my personalized experience, every day is a choice to leave my house and live in my fullest capacity. And this is something that people who don't have to worry about this never even think about. But for women like me, we have to constantly think about our safety and our survival. Never mind the fact mm. that we may or may not want to be loved. Never mind the fact that we may or may not deserve love or receive love because the trauma is so deep-rooted that we don't even recognize our bodies as being um, receiving of love. I think that in so many times, the bare minimum, like Preston said, is like we are taught, black women are specifically and indirectly taught to accept crumbs and that we should be grateful yeah. for crumbs because our black men are being killed by police and our black men are unemployed and our black men are undereducated. So when they give us a crumb, we should dice up the crumb and ration it just in case you may want to have kids or we got to feed the dog mm-hmm. or the cat. You know, I'm so tired of that narrative. And I say all the time, you know, when we think about the things that black women deserve, we deserve the world because we are the world. Period. There would not be any world or earthly rotation without black women. We are the one. We are the creator. Cis and trans, we are that network. 
So when we sit up mm-hmm. in spaces and we have to argue, because and Precious will tell you, we get it. I think out of all my Facebook friends, Precious understands this the most. We are about it, about it. And we will educate motherfuckers to a certain degree, so it's not too laborsome on us. We will educate, correct, throw shade, reject, block, and continue. Because it's so necessary that this message needs to, that this message no longer gets to the younger mind. You know, that's what I care about, mm-hmm. the younger mind. The girls who are now becoming women and how they process that yeah. and how they receive that. Because we can no longer live to these standards. We mm-hmm. can't. You know what's funny? So I work in I work in social services. That's that's my passion. Like that's what I live and die mm-hmm. for, which is why I strayed away from performance and things like that, because I want to focus on what I truly love. Mm-hmm. And I worked in youth services for a long time. There were so many young girls that I've encountered that just had no computation of self-worth. And I often was the one, I go above and fucking beyond at my job. Like, I do a monotony of things that I could never truly be paid for. And the amount of girls, there's girls that I met at, my first youth program six years ago who still trail behind me to this day. There was this one girl, um, her name was Amber. When I met Amber, she had no understanding of self-worth or self-respect. She was nasty. She was rude. She was condescending. She was dismissive. She was ghetto. She was loud. She was obnoxious. Any negative word you can use, it was her. I took Amber in the in the room in the computer lab one day and I locked the door and me and her went back and forth. We cursed each other the fuck out. But it wasn't a curse out from I hate you, fuck you, I don't give a fuck. It was a curse out of you fucking deserve more. You have to do more for you. Five years later, simply because I gave a fuck about Amber. Amber has her own apartment. She didn't then. She was house hopping. Amber has her high school diploma. She didn't then. She didn't think it was important. Amber has a job. Not only does she have a job, but Amber is the fucking supervisor. And Amber is in fucking college now. And Amber calls me every few months to say, yo, I love you, Ms. Jones. You did this for me. It's simply a matter of giving a fuck about one another. And the, the amount of girls... That I've done that for is crazy. I'm about to cry. And it's it's sick that they haven't gotten that before me. Right. Why did and I'm not even that much older than them. Why was nobody else giving you that I give a fuck? We all have to Because nobody gives a fuck because, about black women. Nobody. Period. Nobody. And it's not even black up. men. Yo. Especially yo. black men. We are the least valued by the motherfuckers we push out our pussy. Mm-hmm. But you know, and that's kind of pick me. But I, I need to ask: At what point do we say, as women, we have contributed to a generation of men who hate us? At what point do we say that? There's gonna be people who right disagree now. with me, and I'm okay with that. But I feel like that largely comes from the single mother population because the single mother population doesn't allow their sons to just be their sons. They become the man of the house. You are not the man of the house. You are the little boy of that bedroom. I'm the woman of the house and the man of the house. And they they put their sons in these misconstrued relationships with them, and they make them men before they are actually men. So now when they become men, they don't know how to be that because they always were this that you allowed them to be. I want to take it a little bit further back. I think that it, I think that that phenomenon starts in the in when um it starts when men were saying what it is a man is. You know what I'm saying? And defining it based on what it is that women either can do for them or what it is that they can get from yes. women. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then from there, 
when the single mother um, household phenomenon happened while we were all growing up, essentially, um, that gets reinforced by women who understood that trope to be true, which it's not, but that's what that's how they took it, and then spread it from there. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, I still, like, to me, I still fucking blame, like, to me, the onus is still on men because, like, oppression comes from the top down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, women, there's accountability to be had there and, and women perpetuating, you know what I'm saying, misogyny and patriarchy in their own households when they are um, the only ones running their households as both the matriarch and patriarch themselves. But end of the day, like, you have the systematic power to enact this thing. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, y'all didn't create, like, like, black women didn't create this patriarchy. They, it was just taught. And, and they had, you, you, you teach what you know. You know what I'm saying? And with all the different sure. things that are made to squander women and all the different things that are made to, to, to keep women in a place in which they'll be um, the, the perpetrators of said patriarchy. I mean, like, even in, in two-parent households, you know, this is why people don't understand that it's not okay to, to date men that are homophobic and have kids with men that are homophobic. Oh, I'm not exactly. homophobic. But your but your child is going to learn these homophobic ways from your from your man because that's meanwhile, what he's going to teach. And if you're not going to like, I don't get it. I hate it here. Meanwhile, meanwhile. So it's so it's 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 that idea that they it's still this idea of like the subservient. You know what I'm saying? And once that breaks. You like like you guys in our generation, we're the ones that are breaking it because we're not really subservient to nobody. Like we're not the subservient generation. We like no fuck that. That doesn't make sense. We're not so <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So we'll be leading by example for the most part to be like, okay, nah, just because somebody who supposedly has authority based on whatever social construct or based on how old they are or based on whatever said that this is how it goes, that doesn't mean that that's how it goes for me. And that means that we get to break these chains because these these chains are freaking generations thick, man. Like, these things are thick yeah. as fuck. And without a blowtorch, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, it ain't going to break easy. We gonna, if we're going to soar our way out of this, it's going to take more generations of examples of how to use the damn store. That's yo, true. This is why people hate millennials, yo, because, like, the boomers are just like, how dare you speak out against traditional abuse? I took it on the chin. Like, how, how dare you fight against oppression in your workplace? <laughs> you know, sit down and take that like a like, okay. Oh, like for to be like, oh, like I remember when you could give a compliment in the office. Nigga, nobody took that as a compliment. We were creepy. scared. It was creepy. <laughs> it was creepy then. It's creepy now. We want you to stop. Jeez. <laughs> um, should we do this question? Do we? Um, do you want to do this question? You guys want to take this question? We have one question from online. Um, yeah, let's do that. That I think you guys could actually give some great insight into. So, um, Tamir from Facebook wants to know, um, how do I help raise a young lady that's in her 20s to find her womanhood the right way? I took my cousin in about a week ago. This is a cis male. Anybody? Wait, what? I'm confused. Okay, so the question is, um, it's from Tamir on Facebook, and the question says, um, how do you help raise a young lady that's in her 20s to find her womanhood in the right way? Um, I just took my cousin in about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is a man asking how to raise a woman. Yeah. That's already so that's already saying, an adult. That's already an adult. Okay, so... I think what he's asking for is something he cannot provide. And I say this to uh-huh. him. But what I think uh-huh. the best thing he could do is he can associate this young lady with women like me or Precious or someone who, who gives a fuck. Because I think women need to learn from women who have been in their spaces and choose. Because um, not to say that men cannot do it, but I feel that the energy, the divine feminine energy that us women share, it needs to be exchanged for it to be fully received and for it to soak in. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I think the best thing he can do is provide her resources. If you know she's a girl who doesn't like to read, show her YouTube videos. If you know she doesn't have patience to sit there and watch YouTube videos, tell her stories. You know, use those resources because they're out there. And if you really care, you'll do that work to help her do her work. I think that so I was growing up I was a little hood rat I was popping my pussy every and anywhere if you had a dick I was on it Was what we doing um, I was selling drugs I was fighting I was the girl with the blades in my mouth I was the one with the knives in my sock like I was I was that girl and I am appreciative that no one interfered with me living that like they protected me to the best of their ability like they made sure I didn't die but they also gave me the room to just exist and learn my shit the way I needed to learn my shit so sometimes I believe that huh oh my god I can love it hung out in Brownsville way too much they fucked me up but (laughs) Sometimes you just have to let a person be and grow out of their own mishap while affording them all of the resources and all of the tools necessary. The reality is a man will never be able to tell us how to be a woman because simply you don't have the right because you don't know what a woman is. You don't know what the existence of a woman is. You will never compute that. So you're interjection and your input is null and void because you're just telling us how to be a woman based on what you think a woman is. And what you think a woman is, is what excites your dick. And that's just Mm. the bare truth. You just have to let her be who she is and afford her a circumference of women and not women that you think are quote unquote good women, but women period. And from that, right. she will develop into who she's going to be. And maybe who she's going to be is not what you consider a good woman, quote, unquote, but that's not your place. You have to just let her be who she's going to be. And if you're a gay man, do not place Beyonce expectations on this young lady because she doesn't deserve that, period. Mm-hmm. Period. Wow, you guys, this that's, is that's amazing. Like, that's your right. Prolific. Like, that's the like, well, exactly. Like, yo, and you know, there's uh, people want to. Okay, and this we got. This is uh, an aside that might you know need another episode at some point. But people want to um, be upset about certain double standards or whatever have you. Like, they'll be like, oh, well, women tell men who they supposed to be all the time. Well, women create men. They birth you. This is like this is like you have nothing without a woman. So a woman can tell you what it is to be a man and what it means to be a man because like before your kind even existed, women were doing your job. So I don't know why it's it, this is not you know what I'm saying. So I just want any men out there that are listening that are like oh like well that I don't I don't I don't understand that like there's then if there's gonna be equality then the, no we are not a show about equality. We are a show about equity. And the equitable thing is, yes, there's a double standard here. You don't get to say shit. She gets to say everything. Calm down, sit down, listen, and learn. I don't think equality is a real thing. And I know that sounds Agreed. Nope, agreed. Equality doesn't actually exist because my box is different than your box. My box bleeds. Your box don't. Like, you can't. You can't compete. Like we are all individuals, so you can't tell me how my existence is supposed to look. There are there are tall people. There are short people. There are people with long arms. There are people with long toes. There are people with long teeth. There are people with long hair. We are not all the same. So the the, the concept of equality is non-existent. That's like saying fucking. The, the, a tall person and me who's short as shit, we're supposed to be able to reach the same shelf. No, that doesn't, that's not real. It doesn't exist. What right. should exist is fairness. It needs to be fair, but equality is not a thing. Mm-mm. Yeah, don't believe in equality. I believe in equity. 
Honestly, like, yes, I don't want to be equal to you. I don't want to be equal to you. I deserve more than you. And that's that on Thank that. you. Because I deserve yeah. more than you. I, yeah. I deserve more yeah. than you. And I don't say that to be cocky. I don't I don't say that to be any kind of way. I deserve more than you. And that's how I'm going to feel. You may feel you deserve more than me. And that's okay, too. But I deserve more than And we both might have different like understandings of more. It's a, it's a joke. Right. And you should always feel like you deserve more as a human being. That's growth. The moment you don't, feel, the moment you feel like you deserve as much as that person has, or that person deserves as much as you have, it's a whole setup, and you're setting yourself up to be stuck. No one should ever want mm-hmm. to be stuck where they are. You know, that's I call that personal hell. You should never want to stay mm-hmm. and reside in personal hell. There's no growth there. You are stunted there. Yep. Please move forward. And I wanted to add also, you know, speaking, I want to make space that um, for the non-binary folks, because a lot of times they're left out of this conversation. And as a trans woman, I want to publicly acknowledge that non-binary femmes also deserve space, and they deserve the world as well because their existence, and those who are also two-spirit, those those people who, who navigate life that way, I feel like although we are making small steps with the trans community, we are making no steps for non-binary and gender non-conforming folks. That's true. So I just want to give this moment to give them that platform, you know. At the end of the day, womanhood, and I always say, to me, womanhood is defined as strength, courage, and wisdom, period. And I did get that from the India I read. That's my girl. You know, but it applies to so many general principles, and I think it's time for men to redefine what masculinity and manhood means on their terms because it's no, it should no longer be on us. Labor is always mm-hmm. on us. You know, we, we got it, and I'm glad that we're in a space where I see a lot of more women collectives. Women's, women are at the top, like Crusher said, at the top of these corporations. Women are supervisors. Women are showing up and showing out, and it's only going to get better from here. But black women specifically, because every other kind of woman y'all had y'all space, black women, we are all we got. We are all mm-hmm. we got. And if any part of this interview or conversation disturbs you, I challenge you to unpack it and ask yourself, why are there words fucking with my spirit? You know, it might be that the truth is trying to enter and you are rejecting it. That's something to think about. So if Anything we said tonight to serve your spirit, please unpack it. Don't don't all lives matter this conversation because it's a necessary one. Unpack it why it makes you uncomfortable. Unpack why you don't agree. Unpack why you feel that equality is such a blessing to the world. Unpack all of these things because that's how your work will start. You know what I tell people all the time? <laughs> when, a person, all for us. when a person finds uncomfort in anything I say or anything I do, I'm quick to tell them, well, that's the conversation you need to have with your mirror because that's not my bad. I didn't do it. I can't control your feelings and I can't control your thoughts. What I can do is exude my feelings and my thoughts, and I'm comfortable in them shit. And I'm not going to pretend like I don't be dead ass wrong sometimes. I'm a, I'm a bitch that be strong and wrong, and I don't give a fuck. It's strong and wrong. And that's why I fuck with you the long this. way. I fuck with you the long way I'm, for that exact reason. I love a strong and wrong bitch too. Like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we, uh, Mojo, you know, as arts teachers, you know, everyone here is a teacher and have put out at some point. We need to, we need people to be strong and wrong and strong, so that at the end of the day, if you wrong and loud and strong and but still with an open heart and open ears, then you can be corrected. You know what I'm saying? And if it's for you to be corrected, then you'll take it and be corrected, and then you'll be right and strong because we need the loud holes to fucking be loud. Everybody trying to it's quiet the loud holes down? No. We need the loud holes to be fucking loud. So we got a minute left. Um, I don't know if you guys want to do a little after show where we can key and not have to think about any time constraints or hear this British bitch chat and talk about how many minutes we have left. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine but, with um, that. We'll, I got my drink and my tooth up. Hell yeah. Okay, so, so we'll do, do that. Um, I want to definitely, Mojo, say thank you for what you said. Um, uh, um, your shout-out to the non-binaries and two-spirits. As a two-spirit, sometimes it's uncomfortable for me to, and we'll get into this a little bit on the after show, 
as um, a person who does indeed have womanhood inhabited within, um, you know, to, to have these conversations from a woman's standpoint because people don't necessarily want to acknowledge my womanhood because they hear all of this bass in my voice or whatever have you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's um, it's, it's definitely comforting to know. It's comforting to know that people are, you know what I'm saying, are indeed out here paying attention and definitely do um, want to afford us that space. And I know you, we, we online, you my sister in general, so, like, you already know that I know there's no way you are mentally when it comes to that. Um, so, yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.